moms. We are in for a treat today. I have my podcasting buddy here to share her story with you. On Raising Her Confidently, we provide ways for you, mama, to create open communication with your teen girl. And my friend, Cheyenne Clayman, host of Mom Nation, has an amazing story of love beyond language barriers. It was so good that we had to break it up into two parts. So listen in on part one and make sure to finish her story in part two, the next episode. Hang tight. But hey, are you looking for a community of moms that are raising tween teen girls that understand this season? Well, I invite you to come and check out our mom community of tween and teen girls. Come join us at linktree forward slash Jeannie Baldomero. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Jeannie Baldomero. Come and see how to get encouraged, how to get some tips on raising your daughter, as well as encouragement, laughter, stories. See you there. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers, and let's dig in together. Hey, moms, we are in for a treat today. I have my podcasting buddy here to share her story. Her name is Cheyenne Clayman of the host of the Mom Nation podcast. Say hi, Cheyenne. Hi, Cheyenne. Oh, I mean, hi, moms. <laughs> and hey, Jeannie. Jeannie, I'm sorry. I always want to sing like, I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. But I know you've gotten that so much. Um, so all you ladies listening, God bless you for listening to my singing voice there. But uh, I am so honored and so happy to be here on your podcast today. Oh, I am so excited to have you on here. It's funny because Cheyenne and I are actually part of a sisterhood of podcasters. And that's where we first met and come to know that we actually lived in the same town for a brief moment, which was such a small world. So it's no surprise that you and I are automatically connected and that you're here on my show sharing your story. I love your energy and I'm so excited to uh, be able to have you on so that moms can benefit from what you have to share today. Oh my gosh. Likewise, likewise. And I think I just about jumped out of my skin and, and my mouth is still dropped from realizing that, uh, you know, ladies listening, when she say, says that we used to live in the, in the same town, she is so true. She is so right. But what's hilarious is right now, as we're recording this episode, I think we're like about seven or eight thousand miles apart from each other. So I'll get to that more of where I'm at when I introduce myself. But I love that, you know, with technology and with God, you can just be connected anywhere. I know. It's amazing. I love that. And I yes, literally, as we're like looking at each other on video call, you can't see this, but I have the sun and she has the moon right now. <laughs> so this is so cool that we're able to do this. 
Okay, well, let's get to the good stuff. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself, Cheyenne, so our moms know where you're coming from. Obviously, you are quite a distance for where I'm located, so you can start with that. Absolutely. I know. I feel like if you like to play guessing games, you know, you're probably like trying to figure out now, like, like, okay, Googling, like what's 7,000 miles away? Well, I will cut to the chase. So um, even though you'll be able to tell I'm not from where I actually live, I am an American mama currently living in Belgium. So yeah, which means I can speak a little Dutch, but that's about all I'll I'll, uh, bore you guys with, at least for now. Um, but I'm here because my husband is Belgian, born and raised here. And together in our family, we have two and a half kids because we have his amazing 14-year-old daughter who lives with us full time, who I met when she was nine. So it's amazing. We've uh, been married about four and a half years. So it's been really great to see her grow and change. And then we also have an almost three-year-old son, Mason Brave. And then I said half because at the recording of this episode, I'm actually 31 weeks pregnant. Awesome. And so we have another <laughs> little boy on the way. And it's so surreal. You know, um, as uh, Jeannie mentioned, you know, we met in this amazing like podcast collaborative where all these women that have such a heart and a passion for these purpose driven purposes, really like these passions we have in our heart and soul. And we wanted to learn, like, how do we communicate them in a better way? And, you know, I currently have my own podcast called Mom Nation, where I specifically speak to moms of littles who want to find balance, who want to raise Jesus loving littles, you know, who are wearing all the hats and are on that hamster wheel of trying to keep up with all the toddlers and all the demands of daily life. And I just try to really offer a space for moms to just feel seen, feel heard and have a way for them to figure out how to find balance, but also how to connect to their own mom tuition that I like to call it, you know, and something I've learned a thing or two just from life and where God's taken me through my own journey. I love that. And I love everything you're doing with your podcast and how you're doing your part to serve women, right? And moms. I love, love, love it. And I love the word mom tuition. When that came out, when I heard that, I was like, yeah, that's exactly how you can describe the feelings or like when I talk about mother daughter relationships, I'm like, it's very hard to describe mm-hmm. the, uh, the word that connects the two. And, and literally it is a mom tuition. It's just moms just know moms just know it's that gut feeling. Right. So, uh, we do, <laughs> I'm happy you're here and being a mom of both a teenager and littles and soon to be more littles, right. There's this, um, First of all, kudos to you because you're juggling a lot, a lot of seasons of parenting. <laughs> and you almost like skipped the whole season of parenting littles to elementary when you ha- became a bonus mom to your stepdaughter, right? And today yeah, we're going yeah. focus, to focus on that. And as we talk about communication with teens and how to get our, talk, our teen to talk to us, you come from a very special perspective of... Um, literally how do we and i'm doing air quotes talk to each other when we (laughs) literally cannot talk to each other and i'll have you explain a little bit absolutely yeah no thank you for pointing that out it does feel like i skipped a whole section of my motherhood um (laughs) because yeah i i have this amazing 14 year old bonus daughter and you know something that i want to make clear from the beginning is that since i first became her bonus mom 
my husband and I have had custody of her almost 100% of the time, you know, for, well, we have her full time for for about 70% of our marriage. So and currently, she's been living with us for eight, nine months. So it's different than you know, some moms that may hear of bonus moms, or maybe you're a bonus mom listening yourself. And um, some every step family situation is different. Sometimes you see those children, you know, once or twice a month, sometimes you see them on the weekends or vacations. But for me, I, you know, became a basically a full time mothering role and figure to a young little girl who I did not raise who's from a different culture. And let's talk about language. Well, I know so many moms that I talk to that are mothers of teenagers say, Oh, my gosh, you know, we can just never get on the same page. You know, it's like we don't speak the same language. And I'm like, you know, I really understand that because my bonus daughter and I actually quite literally don't. So I'll take a step back for a moment because I know in the very beginning of the podcast, I tried to show off a little bit and, uh, you know, speak a little line of Dutch there. But um, truly, here in Belgium, we have three main languages. And just to give you guys a little perspective, the country itself is only the size of Maryland. So it's quite small compared to American standards. But in that in that space, in that geographic uh, location, there are three main languages. And guess how many are English? Well, I'm now not doing air quotes. I'm doing an air zero because um, the languages here are Dutch, French, and German. So a lot of people know English and hear, hear of it on, you know, music and on the radio um, and TV and movies. But my sweet little nine-year-old stepdaughter um, had not barely known anything about that language. So when I first uh, married her dad, I immigrated to Belgium and boom, she all of a sudden has this new stepmom, this new motherly role, this woman sharing her space with her dad physically and emotionally that she's never had to before um, because my husband and her mom, um, they broke up when she was three and a half and he never had had another woman move in. I mean, he never got serious with anyone else um, as he did me. So now she's got this woman in her space, quite literally, and she couldn't understand me. And I couldn't understand her. So in the very beginning of our marriage, while I was still learning to be a wife, I was also still learning to be a, a stepmom. And I was trying to learn, how do I do this? Like, it's already kind of an awkward situation of, you know, being a stepmom. And you already feel like the roles, you know, everything's set up against you. You know, you watch every D Disney movie. There's no good presentation of a stepmom. But then yeah. also just thinking like, you know, she was 10 by the time I moved in and I had married her dad. And, um, you know, I think that's when a lot of moms start to see maybe a little bit of that preteen, you know, shift start to, uh, you know, come into their daughters. And I felt so stuck. So much of our beginning conversations, my husband had to translate everything like God bless his patience because we would sit around the dinner table and he would, you know, I would say something and then he would say it to her in Dutch and then she would say something and then he would have to translate. And it was just very emotional and very exhausting. And I knew I can't do this forever. I have to find something that works. Yeah, no, I just listening to to how you described your circumstances in the beginning of your marriage, you know, bless your husband for doing that, you know, <laughs> and totally, totally. I heard you, I heard you saying, you know, you were stuck in the situation. Now, obviously, that was a few years ago. And it's not you're not stuck in that same situation. But we have moms here that um, feel 
but they, they might be the same situation as you. They might be a bonus mom, um, adopting, you know, having a, a full life already, kind of skipping that that first phase of parenting, right? And yeah. and missing out on that type yeah. of connection, right? But um, and then we also have moms now, like moving into this new season, have raised their daughter, but also stuck, just trying to figure out how do I connect with her in this season and in this way? And I think a lot of moms can relate to your story, even if they're not a bonus mom or, or have a stepdaughter, but definitely are moving into a new season, just like you have. What did you do or what were you, was your thinking of getting unstuck? I love that. Thank you. And to every mama out there, absolutely. That's that's what I love that you do, Jeannie, is that you help us see how we're more united than divided. You help us see like we're more connected than anything else because it can be so easy to sometimes feel so burdened by our specific situation and by our challenges and think like nobody gets it. But I tell you, like mamas, when you tell me like my teenage daughter doesn't understand me, um, even though my bonus daughter is not of my blood and I, you know, she doesn't call me mom. She calls me Shaika, which is like a little Dutch, um, version of my name, Cheyenne. Um, but it's amazing. Cause I understand, you know, I understand like how important it is that I want to connect with her. I want to communicate. I want to pour into her life. I want her to become uh, a woman of confidence, a woman that sees herself through God's eyes and not to mention a whole nother language that she doesn't get is, um, faith in God. God, because she, to this point, is actually still quite an atheist. And she was raised, raised atheistic here in the culture of Belgium. They don't really have a whole lot of support for Christianity and really any other religions, but including my husband. He was not a Christian when he was raising her when she was little, and her mom is definitely not. So we also have that barrier. So you guys have probably heard me talk about barriers. And I know sometimes we can focus on those barriers so much, but I like to look at where can we see the similarities? Where can we see the crossovers in our relationship with our teenage daughters? And I know as your teens get older, it may be less and less. And that can be because your little girl is figuring out who she is as a woman. And I think we all have some kind of a, whether you want to call it rebellious or some kind of nature where we just want to be a little different than our parents, especially when you're young, you know, it's like, I think sometimes the biggest insult I remember as a teenager was someone saying, oh, you're just like your mom. I'm like, no, you know, and now as, as a grown woman, if someone was to say, wow, um, or as women, do we not feel like this, right? Like, oh my gosh, I'm just like my mom. Right. But when I really think about it, I'm like, you know what? It's actually a compliment or wow, like, oh, praise God, at least for me. I know not everyone has that, that um, experience with their own mother. But what I had to do with my bonus daughter is I, or I should say, I didn't have to, but I chose to, I chose to look at where are our overlaps? Where can we connect in a way that we literally didn't need language? So what it looked like for us in the very beginning is I actually immigrated from California with my little chihuahua and she'd always wanted a dog, never had a dog before. And as scary as intimidated as I was to take her out for a walk by myself with my dog, knowing I can't really say anything to her. There's not a lot of conversation being had. I realized I was putting more pressure on that moment than she was because my husband would tell me later, like she had so much fun with you. Just you being involved in something that she enjoyed, that she connected with 
you didn't need the language. So I think sometimes as women, as females, we very often are known as the better species. No, I'm just kidding. We are at least the more communicative ones, right? We, uh, we know that we like to talk more than men. And I think though, as grown women, we don't realize that, um, our little girls are growing and yes, they're becoming young women, but they're not full grown women yet. And they have these emotions and, and all of these things they're trying to process. And there may be situations where feel more awkward to us than them. I think you just being there and showing up and being present in something that they enjoy can really make a huge difference to them. I love how you said that um, sometimes we, we, over, we overthink a lot of things. <laughs> guilty. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty at that too. And, and when we do overthink, overthink, we try to put things into our own hands, which we ultimately know we can't control everything. We can't control another person, you know, and, and make them do things that we would want them to do. And, and it definitely doesn't come as to the, like you were saying, you choose to and, and, not have to so we have to kind of do the same thing with our daughters it's like we have to when we approach them it's more like what are you choosing to do versus this is what you have to do type of thing I love right and I love how you said let's focus you want you want to be able to focus on the similarities over the differences because when we focus on the differences yes it kind of divides us even more right whereas similarities divide us Definitely. No, totally. And I think that um, it can be so overwhelming because as a mom, you have this mindset of, of I'm trying to raise her into being a proper woman, right? Whatever that word proper means is a little different to all of us, but you have this vision, right? I'm sure for who you want your daughter to be or how you want her to um, carry herself. And yet your daughter is not in that same mindset. She's not in that same mind space. And so I think it's like, trying to imagine what it was like when you were a teen, but also knowing that our girls nowadays, they are growing up so differently. And I'm saying this as a 35 year old woman, like I'm, you know, I'm still in my thirties and it's amazing. My bonus daughter and I are only 20 years apart. I could be her mom. I would have been a young mom, but um, there's so much difference in how she's being raised than I was. And, you know, so as much as I always, I try to think back to when I have those feelings of when I was a teen, I try to go back to like the emotions and the feelings versus the exact situations. Cause our kids are definitely being put in different situations now, different circumstances. You know, I think us as moms, we can all agree that, um, you know, especially if you're in your thirties or older or even late twenties, it's like, my goodness, um, you know, you think about something as simple as like bullying, you know, not, not very simple, but meaning like at, there was a point where a bully, you know, when you left school, you were safe or what's the worst they could do is maybe find out your phone number and maybe call you. But I think of how constantly our kids are now bombarded by, you know, whether it's people they know or other messages like on social media and something else I feel led to really say, Jeannie, if I can uh, keep going on here, yes, please do. <laughs> please do. is thank you. It's something I feel really deep in my spirit that was really big with my bonus daughter and still is to this day. Cause again, she's 14 and a half. She's got quite a few more years of her teenage years to go. And she's going to be in our house at least another four years. Um, is that I found that it's really important 
you know, it's funny how much I have a toddler and a teen, you know, right? Like that's something that we talked about in the beginning of the episode and how much they do reflect each other and how much I think as my toddler, he's being told constantly all the time what not to do. Don't do this. He wants this independence. That's why a lot of times kids at that age, they're defiant just so, so they can puff themselves up, right? And if you're a mom of a teen, you remember that season, you got through that season. Well, obviously, you know, as a teen, it's very similar. Like, it's just she's raising her wings and trying to fly in a different way. And I realized with my bonus daughter that I wanted to give her opportunities to teach me because she so often is being told by her her dad, her mom, me, society, teachers, her coaches, what you have to do and you have to do this, that there's so much that our girls have inside of them that they're also still trying to figure out that if we can give them an outlet to do so and take that pressure off and that judgment off, even if it's something you don't necessarily agree with or believe, you know, it's just showing again, that first step showing interest in something that they like. And for me, this is manifested in a few ways. Like my bonus daughter really likes to bake. She really likes to cook. And it was great because numbers are the same in any language. Although let's not even talk about how, you know, the U.S. system, imperial system is totally different than the metric, right? (laughs) That was a whole nother thing. But it was like, I took on that journey with her and I still do. It's really cute. That's still some of our best bonding moments today is when we're in the kitchen. Um, But I realized, you know what, instead of me putting so much pressure on got to have this connection and I've, and I've got to communicate. And how do I talk to her about this? Just being there and doing something she loved, but also allowing her to pour into my life and like teach me about something that I could totally care less about. Right. I mean, I love to cook, but baking, I used to be a health and fitness coach. So I'm like, Oh my God, that's so much sugar and all the carbs. But in that moment, I turned that part off And I allowed her to teach me something. And you could tell that in those moments that it boosted her confidence and like our morale, like we, we just had something that we got to connect with. And it's, it's great because that's something we continued to build on even today. Cheyenne's story was so, so good. So many juicy nuggets in there that we had to break it up into two parts. So move on to the next episode to finish the second half of his story. I'll see you there. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.